continue uh, with the gospel reading, uh, beginning at verse 34. Let's pray. Holy God, thank you for this morning and for, yes, the word that already is spoken by the chorus choir. Hear our prayer, God. Hear our prayer. Hear, hear the depth of what we, um, what we cry out for. Let your word speak to us deeply and change us more and more into the likeness of your Son. In the name, in his name we pray. And Jesus cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for, there is, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. Can you help me? I got rhythm, I got music, I got my man who could ask for anything more. I've got daisies in green pastures, I got my man who could ask for anything more. Old man trouble, I don't mind him, you won't find him round my door. I got starlight, I got sweet dreams, I got my man who could ask for anything more, who could ask for anything more. As a sometime lounge lizard, <laughs> opera chorus member and ceremonial soloist for over 500 wedding and memorial services in the past 40 plus years, I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that nothing is more important for a great performance than rhythm. And it's crazy. I can teach people how to sing, but rhythm is much more elusive and at some level deeply innate. A person can have all this incredible talent and technique, but without rhythm, there's really no art. I'm not talking about counting to three or four or whatever number you so choose. I'm talking about that deep sense of the transcendent heartbeat, the rightness, the perfect flow of what music demands. Our gospel passage this morning again reveals the man with perfect rhythm and pulse to make the tone-deaf and rhythmless demons run for the hills. And it turns out that Jesus' beloved disciples are rhythmically challenged as well. <laughs> when they finally discover him praying and refueling in his hiding place, they tell him with frustrated irritation, everyone is looking for you. Jesus is living and playing and thriving in perfect spiritual life rhythm. He works like crazy. 
healing and preaching and teaching at breakneck speed, according to the writers of the gospel, that Christ is immediately here and immediately there, 42 immediate times to be exact, in the reading through of the book of Mark. Thank God and amen that we have this wonderful passage that tells us that Jesus knew himself and his Abba and his own need to stop and stay with pain. The Lord of the depths and the maker of heaven and earth are giving all of us a dance lesson, a lesson in spiritual life rhythm. Jesus' perfect rhythm for life teaches all of us that we can live with a yoke that is easy and a burden that is light in the midst of great suffering. Early in the morning, on June 8th of last year, all my rhythms and hopes and dreams were obliterated when my beloved husband, Mark Hamner, died. The journey in the first few months of grief and pain are all a blur, but I am very sure I had no life rhythm. I couldn't sleep at night, I cried through most of the day, and I attempted to just keep going one day, one breath at a time. In those early days, I received lots of cards and messages and support from family and friends, which I deeply appreciated. But as the fall approached, the cards and messages and support pretty much came to an end. The crazy part was that I missed Mark more at that time than I did after his immediate death. My birthday, the holidays, and special anniversary dates toward the end of last year were excruciating. I soon realized how horribly inadequate we are as a society at doing pain and suffering. We have this pathological need to fix stuff and to make it go away. But that is not good rhythm, as our Lord so clearly demonstrates. By the end of 2017, I was desperate to find something, someone, that could help me find my life pulse again. And so, I did what any red-blooded, gay, grieving man would do. I went to see the prophets. Yep, that's right. On Monday, January 8th, exactly seven months after Mark's death, I drove out to the Community of Grace Church in Hayward to meet with their prophetic ministry team. These amazing sisters and brothers just have you sit in a circle with them, and without asking who or why you are there, they begin to speak to you, to speak to you about the words and pictures that, they, that, they are, that are being downloaded from God to them about you. I laugh about it now because Mark, Mark used to call it fortune-telling. But I'm here to tell you that these folks are really, really good about hearing God speak, which is really all a prophet does. But wouldn't you know it, instead of telling me how to get my life and rhythm and groove back, they delivered words and pictures to me. 
all kinds of things, huge words and gigantic pictures of the way God is going to use my life to change the world. Now, I'm sitting there saying to God, God, I don't want to change the world. I want my life and rhythm back. I have barely enough energy to take care of me and the cat. But the download just kept coming with lots and lots of things that God still is calling me to do in my life now without my beloved husband. At one point, the words and pictures from God subsided, and one of the team members begins to tell about his revelation. He saw me digging furiously in a field. He said, I was desperately looking in the field for the treasure that I knew was there, much like in the parable of the kingdom of heaven in Matthew 13. I was working like crazy, digging with tools, my bare hands, trying to get to what I so desperately wanted. I finally have to come up for air, huffing and puffing to catch my breath. And at that moment, something changed. The team member said that I had a change in perspective. He said I finally took a step back and looked at my field and it was full of holes, some shallow where I had dug a little and some deeper ones that I had worked on for a long, long time. And as I was gazing at the land, the team member said he heard God saying, love the field. And I began to cry. I cried because I was so tired. I cried because I knew the words and story were true. I cried because the loving Abba spoke the words that would give me back God's life rhythm. Love the field, Melvin. Take care of your field, of your heart and your soul. Listen to the land. Your new rhythm will be revealed as you honor and love yourself and the person I have made you be. Grief and pain are here in your field now as well. Don't bury it or throw it away, but let something wonderful and new grow out of pain, which is rich soil for love and compassion. Stop digging now, Melvin. And as you care for the field, you will find the treasures you need to change the world. The Lord is my shepherd, and I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our world has lost the rhythm of the saints. Our people, our country are not loving their fields. Amen. Our rhythmic God is calling us to love our fields, not to protect them in fear and violence, but to listen to the land, listen to your heart and soul, not to the rhythmless voices of those that have no idea how many holes they have dug in their own lives. Do what you have to. Do what you must do to fight against the rhythm in your lives that are destroying your fields. Love your field with all your might and all your heart and all your soul. And God will give you the rhythm that is yours, the one you were given and made for from the beginning of time. Old man trouble, I don't mind him. You won't find him round my door. I got starlight, I got sweet dreams. I got my man who could ask for anything more. Who could ask for 